Hi, this is David. Welcome to episode 12 of Upward Journey Bible Study, where we study the Bible and theology. This episode focuses on learning some of the content and message of the book of 2 Corinthians. Of the 21 epistles in the New Testament, 13 are written by Paul, and 8 are general epistles. The first of Paul's epistles in book order in the New Testament is the book of Romans. Romans is followed by the book of 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians is followed by 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians has 13 chapters. I will use the World English Bible for this episode because the World English Bible is in the public domain. Let's get started. The New Testament starts off with four gospel books written in this order, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. After the four gospels is the book of Acts, then the book of Romans. After the book of Romans is the book of 1 Corinthians, then 2 Corinthians. So the first eight books of the New Testament in order are Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians. The author of 2 Corinthians is Paul the Apostle, and Paul is writing this letter to the Christian assembly or church that was at Corinth. Corinth is in Greece. It is also written to Acacia, which include, uh, includes most of the rest of Greece. Paul, as well as other Christians in his day, suffered affliction because of their faith in God. Jesus taught about himself that he must suffer and that his disciples must be willing to take up their cross daily and follow him. The cross was a symbol of suffering and death. See Mark chapter 8, verses 30 to 38. The Lord revealed to Ananias at the time of Paul's conversion that Paul was God's chosen vessel, and that the Lord will show Paul how many things he must suffer for Christ's namesake. Acts chapter 9, verse 16. In 2 Corinthians, Paul shares the suffering and afflictions he has had as an apostle of Jesus Christ, and the suffering that the Corinthians might have to endure and have endured. God gave Paul comfort in Paul's sufferings and afflictions. This equipped Paul to be able to give comfort to other Christians undergoing suffering and affliction. Paul is comforted that even though the Corinthians were undergoing suffering for Christ, God was there to give them comfort in their afflictions. Among the afflictions that Paul faced was the lack of security for his life. His life was often in danger. Part of the source of Paul's comfort in facing death was the hope of the resurrection from the dead. Another issue that Paul discusses in 2 Corinthians is the issue of boasting. Typically in the Bible, boasting is a work of the flesh and is unloving and is something that Christians should avoid. In fact, Paul discusses Christian love in 1 Corinthians 13. And Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4, Love doesn't brag, is not proud. World English Bible. Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 31, he who boasts, let him boast in the Lord. World English Bible. We should not boast as Christians because all we have and are able to do comes from God. See 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. 
Paul says in Galatians chapter 6, verse 14, But far be it from me to boast, except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me, and I to the world. World English Bible. Paul says in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, that no one would boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. World English Bible. Paul's boasting was not in his own finite wisdom, but in God's grace. Paul says that it is God who establishes Christians in Christ. God also gives Christians the Holy Spirit in their hearts. In, in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, Paul references the person whom he had asked the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians to kick out of the church because of his sinful living. Now, since this sinful Christian had repented of his sins and turned from them, Paul exhorts the Corinthians to welcome this repentant sinner back into the church. Paul indicates in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 that God made him sufficient in his service of God's new covenant based on the work of the Holy Spirit, rather than trying to earn merit from God, keeping God's law. As Christians look at God's glory through God's Spirit, God's glory transforms the Christian into Christ's image. In 2 Corinthians 4, Paul explains what he does with the ministry God has given him. God's mercy makes it possible for Paul to carry on his ministry. Paul in his ministry properly handles God's word of truth. God's truth is hidden to those who are not Christians. The devil has blinded the minds of the unbelieving. God has shown in the hearts of Christians the light of the knowledge of God's glory that is in the face of Christ. Paul has this treasure of God's glory in his body, which he calls an earthen vessel. Paul finds the source of his power not in himself, but in God. Paul says, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 16 to 18, Therefore we don't faint, but though our outward man is decaying, yet our inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is for the moment, works for us more and more exceedingly an eternal weight of glory. While we don't look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. World English Bible. We groan in our earthly body, but look forward to our new heavenly bodies. Jesus died on the cross so that we could now live, not just for our own sake, but for the sake of Jesus who died for us and whom God raised from the dead. In Christ we are a new creation. God reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 19 says, God was in Christ 
reconciling the world to himself, not reckoning to them their trespasses, and having committed to us the word of reconciliation. World English Bible. Paul was an an ambassador for Christ, encouraging people to be reconciled to God. Jesus, who knew no sin, became sin for us, so that we might be the righteousness of God in Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 20 to 21. Paul persisted in being a servant of God, even though he suffered affliction, hardship, being beaten, and being imprisoned. Paul served God with laboring, with watching, with fasting. Paul served God in purity and knowledge, in perseverance and kindness, in the Holy Spirit, in sincere love, in God's word of truth, in God's power, in knowledge, and in the armor of righteousness. Paul served God whether he got glory or dishonor, whether people spoke good or bad about him. Paul warned the Corinthians not to be unequally yoked with unbelievers. In other words, he didn't want us to uh, so partnership with unbelievers that it would compromise our faith in Christ, such as getting married to an unbeliever or entering into a business partnership with unbelievers or friendships that would take away uh, their loyalty to God. If we separate ourselves from evil and do not touch the unclean thing, then God promises to be our Father. In light of this promise, we are to cleanse ourselves from all defilement of the flesh and spirit, making complete holiness in the fear of God. Paul did not regret causing the Corinthian sorrow by pointing out their sins because godly sorrow produces repentance to salvation. That last phrase, godly sorrow produces repentance to salvation, is a partial quote from 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 10 in the World English Bible. In 2 Corinthians chapters 8 and 9, Paul reminds the Corinthians about an offering being taken for the needs of other Christians, and in these two chapters, Paul gives some guidelines about Christian giving. One, Christian giving first begins with giving ourselves to God. Paul says the Macedonians gave in the offering for the financial need of other Christians but they first gave themselves to the Lord. The starting point of Christian giving is first to put God first in our own lives. Giving also involves sharing with those who have less than we do. We are to give according to what we have and not according to what we do not have. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 12-15 Jesus set the example of leaving the riches of heaven and becoming poor so that through Christ's poverty, we might be spiritually rich, 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. Giving is to be with generosity and not with greed, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6. Christians are not to give under compulsion, but as a cheerful giver, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 to 9. In chapter 10, Paul says about his ministry that although he walks in In the flesh, he does not depend upon his own strength, but in God's might. Words mean different things in different contexts. This is true of how Paul uses the term flesh. He doesn't use the term flesh here as he 
does in Book of Romans and in some parts of Book of Galatians. In Romans, Paul says that Christians are not in the flesh. And in the book of Galatians, Paul says Christians are not to walk in the flesh. And those who make it a habit of walking according to the flesh will not inherit God's kingdom. Now that's in chapter 5 of Galatians. In chapter 2 of Galatians, he talks about the life that we live in the flesh, uh, that is in our human bodies, in our human nature, and so there in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, it's not talking about flesh in a sinful way. In Galatians chapter 5, Paul is using the term flesh to refer to sinful living and using one's human nature in rebellion against God and in disobedience to God. However, in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3, when Paul says he walks in the flesh, he means he lives in his human body with its weaknesses and does not depend on his own strength, but in the power that God gives to him. A part of the spiritual battle in relying on God's strength and obeying God is to control our thoughts. We need to obey God in our thought life. Paul then deals with an attack on his authority as an apostle. Paul knows the foolishness of boasting. It appears, although not clearly explicitly stated, that Paul's authority as an apostle and thus his teaching was under attack by false apostles who were boasting and in effect putting down Paul. This leads Paul to do some boasting himself. Paul wants to boast in the Lord, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 17. Paul did not want to talk about the sacrifices he made in serving Christ or to brag about any of his spiritual experiences but he felt compelled in order to defend his authority as an apostle that he did indeed suffer as a Christian for Christ and that God had revealed incredible things to Paul. Paul affirmed that he was a Hebrew, he was a descendant of Abraham, and a servant of Christ. Paul served Christ in spite of being severely beaten and being stoned. Paul was in three shipwrecks in his service to God. Paul faced many dangers in his ministry. He also suffered hunger and thirst in his ministry. Further, Paul suffered with anxiety for all the churches he ministered to. In chapter 12, Paul talks about a vision he had in which he was caught up to paradise and heard unspeakable words not lawful for a man to utter. Because of this, God gave Paul a thorn in the flesh. The thorn in the flesh was a messenger of Satan that tormented Paul. God used this to keep Paul humble. Paul begged God three times to take this torment from him, but God said to Paul that God's grace was sufficient for him. God's power was perfected in Paul's weaknesses. Paul's reaction was that he would like to glory in his weaknesses so that Christ's power would rest upon him. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. God's power is limited in us if we don't realize our own weaknesses and that what we're able to do for Christ is through his grace. Paul says to the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5, Examine your own selves, whether you are in the faith. Test your own selves. World English Bible. Paul ends his second letter to the Corinthians with these words, 
the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, God's love, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14, World English Bible. I encourage you this week to review the Old Testament books in order and learn the New Testament books in order from Matthew through 2 Corinthians. Thank you for joining with me and listening to this podcast. Be sure to search the Bible to evaluate all teachers, including me. Check out my website at UpwardJourneyBibleStudy.com where you can learn more about this podcast and other resources for spiritual growth. Always remember to keep God first in your life. Bye for now.